Mark Cuban. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you're not, if you don't pay attention to detail on the little things, you're not going to be in the habit of paying attention to detail for the big things. Ken Griffey Jr. Hey, he wears his hat backwards. Well, I wear my hat backwards because my dad had a fro and I wanted to wear his hat. And if I put his hat on at age six and, you know, he's got a eight and a half and I got like a little five, it's not going to really stay on my head. Jeannie Buss. Thank you for having me. What a nice turnout. It's good to see everybody. John Smoltz. If you don't have the imagination and the willingness to fail or not being afraid to fail, I don't think you can be truly great. Candace Parker. I have had so much hope for this generation coming up that have grown up with women in sports, in leadership roles, on television, speaking about sports, speaking knowledgeably about sports. Pau Gasol. To me, all the work that I've done, all the humanitarian work that I've done has always given me great perspective, has allowed me to keep my feet on the ground and uh, has really put and reminded me what's truly important. Damian Lillard. That was for Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Just to name a few. Welcome to Sports Business Radio. Now, here's Brian Berger. Well, thanks for joining us on this edition of Sports Business Radio. Really interesting show this week. I think a lot of you know that Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment is our exclusive financial partner here at Sports Business Radio. One of the reasons I love working with them is because of what they're doing in the financial literacy space. And they launched something last week that is really going to help in this area. It's called Money in the Making, and it's going to help the next generation of athletes, entertainers, and emerging talent. It's a digital financial education program. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, former NFL player, is involved. But uh, really excited to talk to Sandra and Andrea this week. Sandra Richards, the Managing Director, Head of Global Sports and Entertainment and Segment Sales and Engagement with Morgan Stanley Wealth Management. And Andrea Zaretsky, Managing Director, Chief Marketing Officer, Morgan Stanley Wealth Management and E-Trade from Morgan Stanley. They're going to join us on this week's edition of Sports Business Radio and talk about this. We see this come into play with NIL even more. Um, A lot of athletes don't know what they're signing away when they sign a contract. Um, And, you know, we'll hear some of those stories today. But this is a digital tool available to people for free, 24-7, 365. And it's why I love working with Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment. So we'll talk to Sandra and Andrea on our show this week. I'm joined by executive producer Brian Griggs. Griggs, how are you? Doing great. And yeah, it's always a learning experience when you have Morgan Stanley folks on because they uh, they have a wealth of knowledge in that space and they do such great work. And like you mentioned, just there's so many we've seen in the past where athletes, you know, come and go through sport and have no money when they come out of sport because they don't know how to manage it and handle it. So I think they've uh, done a lot to, to you know, bring knowledge to, to young athletes on how to manage money and, uh, you know, prepare for their future. So a lot of uh, good learning today. Yeah. And on this show, we have the empowered athlete and the athlete who, during his or her career, built those relationships and learned what they wanted to do post-career. And, you know, I don't think we see the broke athlete as much. We see the empowered athlete who isn't just holding up the Nike shoes or the McDonald's hamburger saying, hey, I'm a pitch person. They're now saying, I own the McDonald's or I own a portfolio of restaurants or I have equity in this company. Um, It's a different day. And again, Morgan Stanley 
is starting in high school with teaching financial literacy. I've said this for years. Why are we not teaching basic skills in high school? And one of them is financial literacy. I mean, everyone who has a mortgage, everyone who invests, everyone who just has to pay bills has to have some level of financial literacy. So I love what Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment is doing. We'll talk about it more on our show this week. All right, some headlines before we get to the interview. This was a big one. We've talked before about the market for soon-to-be free agent Shohei Otani, who is really a unicorn unlike any player we've seen. He's an elite pitcher and an elite hitter. Well, he now has a torn UCL in his elbow, and he could require Tommy John surgery for the second time in five years, which would be pretty damaging to Otani's market value. Some people were saying he could be worth six to $700 million because you've got to pay him as an elite hitter and an elite pitcher. Now, Griggs, if you're just paying him as an elite hitter, he's probably worth more in the four to $500 million range. But people need to remember, this is still a unicorn. This is someone who brings legions of fans from Japan. He's maybe the most marketable uh, face in baseball, Major League Baseball. So, um, you know, you're getting a lot more than just a DH and an elite hitter. When you sign Otani, it's, it's rear ends and seats. It's you can charge your sponsors more. It's you're going to get sponsors from Japan. It's you're getting one of the faces of Major League Baseball. So whether he returns to the Angels or he goes somewhere else, I still think that has to be factored into the equation. Oh, for sure. I think he's one of, uh, you know, once in a lifetime players. I think he still will be even with the injury. And, uh, you know, this is this is the the risk with sport. You know, you play, you're going to get injured most likely, especially pitchers in major league. They throw so hard. It's such a hard thing on your body. And even the stars get hurt. So I think, uh, you know, it could it could knock him a little bit in the payment category. But I agree. I think he's still a face for a franchise. I think he's still got many years ahead to play. And uh, hopefully he can heal up quickly and, uh, you know, get this this uh, elbow repaired. But uh, it's this is a story we're going to follow until he signs wherever he signs because he's that big of a, a player to watch. Yeah, and it's just unfortunate. By all accounts, he's a, a really tremendous young man and, you know, was having another historic season unlike anything we've ever seen. And then this happens. So, um, you know, we'll see what the market bears in the coming months. But that was big news this week with Shohei Otani. All right. Another potential free agent in the future, Giannis onto Takupo. Uh, so he can sign a Supermax extension starting um, in 2024. And the Supermax extension could be up to five years, $334 million. That would be the highest paid contract in the NBA. It would break the recent record by Jalen Brown of the Celtics. Um, he had a quote to the New York Times this week, and he said, I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Everybody is going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. So a lot of money at stake for Giannis. Again, we just talked about Shohei Otani. Is there value of the bird in the hand, right? You can get injured. And now you don't have that five-year, $334 million contract on the table. Or 
is Giannis seriously looking elsewhere? And those who listen to the show know that we had former Bucks co-governor Mark Lazary on this show. Mark Lazary sold his stake in the Bucks about eight months ago. And it raised some eyebrows because people said, wait, the NBA is going to be doing new media deals. They're going to be doing, uh, you know, franchise values are increasing. Why would Mark Lazary sell his stake now? Is this the precursor? Is Giannis potentially leaving? We'll see. He's not eligible to sign that contract yet. But it's going to be interesting. As a side note, here are some other super max extensions that are possible. So Jason Tatum in 2024 can also sign a five-year $334 million extension. Luka Doncic in 2025 can sign a five-year $367 million extension. Joel Embiid, 2025, five years, $367 million. And then Nikola Jokic, the new champion with the Denver Nuggets, five years, $400 million. He's eligible to sign that extension in 2026. So, Griggs, Jalen Brown's record-setting contract isn't going to be the record for very long <laughs> with those five contracts being eligible in the coming years. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you, you an Olympian can win a you know world record and it stands for 50 years. These contracts stand for about you know three months and then, oh, you're no longer the highest paid player. <laughs> it's just crazy how much money is flowing in and out of all these major sports. But uh, yeah, the Greek freak, one to watch for sure. Those are some huge names coming up in the next few years. Uh, let's not forget, the Greek freak can play soccer too. We saw him uh, on the Messi out there on the field. I mean, he's got that in the back pocket too if he needs it, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he's pretty good at soccer, but I think <laughs> basketball is definitely a sport. Yeah. And again, you know, LeBron is really the player who made signing the short-term contract uh, the thing in the NBA. So for a while there, we saw, you know, one to three-year contracts being signed. And it was so the player could hold the organization's feet to the fire and say, surround me with other players or I'm leaving. And they also just wanted to have maximum flexibility in order to opt out if they didn't think the organization was headed in the direction that they wanted to go in. Well, the flip side of that, like we just said with Shohei Otani, is if you get hurt, you're not getting that max contract anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what will some of these players do? I can tell you this, if I'm Joel Embiid, who gets hurt quite often, if they're putting the five-year, $367 million contract in front of me, I'm signing it before they push it across the table to me. <laughs> like, I, I'm reaching across the table signing the agreement because I want that $367 million in my pocket. And if I get hurt, contracts in the NBA are guaranteed. You know that you're covered. The other players that we mentioned don't have the history of injury that Joel Embiid does. But still, it is a lot of money. And, you know, we'll see if they sign. But I did think those comments from Giannis in the last week to the New York Times were interesting. All right, a few other headlines. Uh, USC has a new AD, and it's Jen Cohen. She was at the University of Washington. She's coming to USC at an interesting time. They're moving to the Big Ten Conference from the Pac-12. Um, this is a big job, not that University of Washington wasn't, but it's going to be interesting to see how she navigates USC. There was some turmoil with the previous AD, 
who resigned. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, by all accounts, she did a great job at University of Washington. She's highly regarded in the industry. And she's stepping right into the fire, Griggs, as this is basically the last year of the Pac-12. And she's going to be helping USC head to the Big Ten. Yeah, big job for her, but a good hire. And I think I'm curious, too, what we'll see with all these schools jumping into different conferences if there's more changes in the uh, regime, you know, if there's more different hirings here and there. But uh, yeah, big job for her. I think uh, what a what a cool job, though, to jump in with a whole new era for USC football and sports. So I think that's kind of exciting for her and it'll be fun to see what she can do with the program. But uh, a changing world in college sports, if we've been covering it, it's just different every day. So you never know what's uh, what's coming around the corner. Well, a few things, and I tweeted these out at SB Radio. Um, one, can someone please put a camera on the Pac-12 conference for its lame duck year? Coming up, you're going to have, you know, what, five schools, seven schools that when there's meetings for the Pac-12, which soon might be the Pac-2 if California and Stanford leave the conference. Like, I just want to see in this lame duck year, take me behind the scenes, show me those meetings, show me what it's like as people prepare to move to the Big Ten. I would love to see that. So, you know, we see so many documentaries now, especially like on Netflix. By the way, I did not like the Johnny Manziel doc and uh, I did not like the Florida doc. I thought they didn't address a lot of the things that people wanted to see. They were puff pieces and I just didn't like them. So if you were contemplating watching them, I'd say pass. But uh, this would be interesting. The last year of the Pac-12, the 108-year-old conference, show me what that looks like, someone. And I think it would be really interesting to watch. What do you think, Greg? Yeah, I think so. I think there's so many backstories that we don't even know yet, or they're just starting to come out of how this has been falling apart for years. And uh, I would definitely watch that because, I mean, like I said, I think last week, I've grown up in Portland area all my life. So Pac-12, Pac-10 is what I've known. That's all I've watched, especially when I was a kid. So it, uh, I would love to dive back in and see uh, <laughs> where it started going wrong and how it ended up where we are now. Yeah. The other thing that I tweeted out this week is I think based on people I've spoken with that for the first year or two of the new Big Ten, you will see uh, you know, USC and UCLA and Oregon and Washington doing the cross-country travel with multiple sports. But I think when it's all said and done and the dust settles, I would say two years from now, maybe three years from now, we will only see football and basketball, men's and women's basketball, be the ones that are traveling cross-country. I don't think this is sustainable for the athletes. I don't think it's sustainable for the expenses of flying the tennis team and soccer team and lacrosse team and baseball team and water polo team cross country for competition. I just don't think it's sustainable. So I think people will quickly come to the realization that the revenue driving sports, football and basketball, okay, we can do that. We're on TV. There's revenues around it. We can make this work. And especially football, because it's, it's once a week. Um, the other sports I think they're going to find that it's not going to work. So save this clip, Griggs, put it in the archives, <laughs> and we'll see if I'm right. But I think that's how this is going to shake out. I've had a lot of people ask me about that recently. And 
I think realignment all looks good on paper and it will look good on TV. But when you talk about the logistics of it for the student athletes and just the expenses of travel, unless someone gets like a charter airplane deal or, you know, buys their own plane, I think it's going to be so expensive for those secondary sports that they're going to end up scrapping it and saying, well, we're just doing this for football and basketball and everything else. You know, they'll figure out who those schools are going to compete against, but it will be much more regional. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think I'm interested, too, to see, like, for the basketball scheduling, will that change where maybe they'll schedule more games in the area they're at, like at Rutgers or on the East Coast? They'll do, a, you know, a week and a half stint where they play three or four games on that side of the country, then come right. back. I figure that you might see some of that, too, in the schedule changing. But, yeah, I mean, to fly across the country for a, an hour-long volleyball match just doesn't make sense. There's just no way that's going to work. I agree with you. All right, our next headline. The NFL's 104th season kicks off on Thursday, September 7th on NBC, and it's going to feature the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Lions are many people's kind of darling pick before the season starts. I wonder if it's the hard knocks effect from last year. A lot of people watch hard knocks. They like the Lions. The Lions finished the season strong. They kept Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs. Um, They seem to be the glamour pick for, hey, Detroit's finally going to be good. But we'll see. And, you know, that'll be game one. It's a long season. But a lot of NFL fans cannot wait for the start of the NFL season. And it's season 104, Griggs. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, everybody's excited. I think football kind of drives the sports world. So, uh when you get the uh, NFL promo start to fire on TV, as they've been showing, it's starting to get, you get that buzz, that excitement, uh, college football kicking off this week and NFL following week. So yeah, I'm, it's an exciting time. I love the fall time for fall sports and I will definitely be tuning into as many games as I can watch. All right. Our last headline, and this is just, you know, I guess for today's young person, this isn't mind boggling, but for, you know, the old head like me, I just go, wow. So If you go back into the Sports Business Radio archives, we had the GOAT on, Jack Nicklaus. And Jack Nicklaus, in his entire career, in which he won 18 majors, which is a record that still stands and I don't think will ever be broken. You know, a lot of people thought Tiger would break it, but he's not going to break it. So 18 majors, he won everything you could win. On course, Jack Nicklaus won $5.7 million. This last weekend, Victor Hovland, terrific player, has had a terrific year. He won the FedEx Cup. And for those who don't follow the FedEx Cup, there is a big, fat bonus that comes with it at the end of the year. And that gets combined with your winnings for winning the golf tournaments that you won that got you those FedEx Cup points. Griggs, the FedEx Cup bonus for this year was 18 million dollars if you put that on top of the prize money from winning the tournaments that hovland won he brings home 34 and a half million dollars for just 2023 and again you compare that to the goat who made 5.7 million dollars on course it is astonishing i know we live in a different world i know we were just talking about you know 400 million dollar contracts for nba players But I still look at it and go, oh, my gosh, like Victor Hovland is a great player. But I don't think anyone's going to say, oh, yeah, 
Victor Hovland is on the Mount Rushmore of the greatest players ever. He is earning more money this season than any golfer in the history of golf. $34.5 million for one year. So, you know, at least he has that record. And it's a pretty good record to have. Yeah. The, the player who brought home the most amount of money in a single golf season. But the money now is just, it's cartoonish. And, you know, as Jack Nicholas said when he was on, yeah, but Ben Hogan only made this. So $5.7 <laughs> $5. to Jack Nicholas was, you know, basically like hundreds of millions of dollars. Sure. But now these players are making so much money. And I just wanted to note that Victor Hovland, congratulations, by the way, for winning the FedEx Cup. Really nice young man. Deserves everything that he's earned. But holy cow, $34.5 million for one year of golf. That's incredible. Well, back when Jack played, there was no FedEx Cup. And that's really when these guys make this. That's the big money. I mean, that's bigger than any tournament they're playing in because that is such a, you know, over the whole season, then they get that big bonus. But uh, yeah, it's Monopoly money. It's crazy. Uh, I love Victor too. He's had a great season. But that's just, I mean, that's that's nuts. I mean, let's go play golf and make $34 million a season. Okay, sign me up for that one. Yeah, no kidding. I would be happy making a dollar playing yeah, golf with right. my golf game. Right. All right. I'm going to tease this and hopefully not jinx it. But coming up on next week's edition of Sports Business Radio, it'll drop on September 5th. My scheduled guest, and I'll say scheduled, is the all-time leading rusher in the history of the NFL, Emmett Smith. He starred at Florida. He was a Gator. He went on to win three Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys. You got to put him in the GOAT category. Oh, yeah. Um, people you know, may argue Jim Brown or Walter Payton or Barry Sanders or others, but if you just go by yardage, there was no one better. And Griggs, I've already started doing my research for this interview. Sure. And you know, I know we're going to largely talk about uh, his business dealings, and we're going to talk about a new Pepsi spot. That's mm-hmm. going to debut at the start of the football season with Jerry Rice and Dan Marino and Randy Moss and Tom Brady and Julian Adelman and Emmett Smith. But Griggs, there's no active NFL rusher in the top 25 rushers career wise. The active player with the most rushing yards is Derrick Henry. He's got 8,800 yards and change. Emmett Smith's record is 18,300 yards. So when you look at how the game has changed and that it's passing first and running backs are much more disposable and you're not giving the running back the ball 30 to 40 times a game like Emmett Smith and Earl Campbell and Barry Sanders and Walter Payton used to get, this is one of those records that may never be broke yeah. because the game has changed so much and teams aren't running the ball as much. And you look at, there's no active NFL player right now within 10,000 yards of Emmett Smith. It's really a remarkable record, but I'm excited to have him on. Um, again, anytime we can have one of the legends of sport on, it's exciting. So Emmett Smith. Super Bowl champion multiple times and the all-time leading rusher in the history of the NFL and think of that league's long history is scheduled to join me on Sports Business Radio next week. So very exciting, Griggs. Yes, I've got my fingers crossed this week waiting for that to uh, happen because he's one of my favorites. I mean, those Dallas teams were just must-watch TV. Troy Aikman and all the names and Emmitt Smith and just, 
I loved the Cowboys back then. They were iconic. And if he had the ball, it was like you couldn't stop him. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun interview. Looking forward to hearing what's up in his life. Yeah, just a winner in everything he does. Uh, you know, he was the champion on the football field. He's a winner in business. Um, you know, he's done some really good things. So uh, stay tuned for that on our show next week. All right, coming up next, Sandra L. Richards and Andrea Zaretsky of Morgan Stanley. We're going to talk about money in the making. What a wonderful new program this is. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. Talent, hard work, focus, and determination got you here. Now take the right steps to prepare for your future and ensure that you stay at the top of your game, your business, your craft. Morgan Stanley Sports and Entertainment is a division of Morgan Stanley Wealth Management dedicated to serving the unique and sophisticated needs of elite and professional athletes, entertainers, executives, creators, and other top talent and professionals in the sports and entertainment industry. They deliver the education, strategies, and expertise you need to help advance your financial game plan at every stage of your career journey. They speak the language. They know your business. Morgan Stanley will work with you to achieve your goals. I've trusted Morgan Stanley with my personal wealth management for almost 20 years. Visit Morgan Stanley at morganstanley.com backslash G-S-E. Now, back to Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. Well, I love working with Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment, the exclusive financial partner of Sports Business Radio. And Morgan Stanley GSE recently unveiled Money in the Making for the next generation of athletes, entertainers, and emerging talent. The new digital financial education program aims to help young athletes, entertainers, and emerging talent in the sports and entertainment industry build and manage wealth. Entertainers, creators, and athletes such as NFL great Larry Fitzgerald are partnering with Money in the Making. And I am really excited to be joined today by Sandra L. Richards. You all know her because she's been on with me before. Managing Director, Head of Global Sports and Entertainment and Segment Sales and Engagement with Morgan Stanley Wealth Management. And Andrea Zaretsky, Managing Director and Chief Marketing Officer of Morgan Stanley Wealth Management and E-Trade from Morgan Stanley. Sandra and Andrea, how are you? And thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. All right, Sandra, I'm going to start with you. Let's just start with the basic question of what factors and motivations led to the creation of Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment's Money in the Making program. Well, Brian, as you know, we have been um, laser focused on financial education for quite some time since the inception of um, our global sports and entertainment business in 2014. And money in the making is just the evolution of what we've been doing, adding it to the suite of our um, educate, financial education resources. We've been going out to colleges and universities doing in-person sessions, but we couldn't get to everybody. And so this allows us to scale and reach an audience that really has been asking for um, financial education resources from us, but we just couldn't deliver in person. Um, and so it's really exciting to have this that you can access it 24-7, whether you're, you know, leaving practice, walking across the campus, going on an audition, and you're just sitting there waiting, looking for something to do. You say, look, let me get my finance on. I love it. Andrea, like Sandra was just saying, this is accessible 24-7. It's a digital resource. 
Explain to our audience if I'm a student athlete or I'm someone in the sports and entertainment field and I want to access this resource, what's the best way to do it? And what we're really excited about is we are leveraging the incredible dynamic platform of eTrade.com to host our digital financial education program. So as you said, it's 24-7. Um, it's mobile optimized, which is how we know consumers, particularly students, are digesting information today. Um, we're able to host short form video, which we also know is incredibly engaging. We have a great video um, right on the homepage from Larry Fitzgerald introing the program. And, you know, it's it's dynamic and responsive. So we're excited. Um, we've built the foundation. We've got the steps of the program and we'll continue to build on it um, as we continue to talk and understand what the needs of um, all of the students, athletes, entertainers are. Sandra, I know you're close with Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, you did a really great webinar with him recently. Tell us how he got involved in this and why it was important to him to be involved with this effort. You know, Larry had been engaged with from various levels within our firm and especially with our senior management team and had expressed his you know, desire to do something with us focusing on financial education. And so, um, you know, partnering with um, Andrea and team, we had money in the making. We thought that that would be the great platform for him to, again, to be able to scale and give um, his knowledge, expertise and his personal story to those who look are aspiring to be the next Larry Fitzgerald. Um, and so it was just really important for him to be able to have some sort of platform where he could amplify his message and a great partner um, to work with. And we're so excited to work with him. Yeah, this is really, I mean, Sandra, you and I have talked about this before. This is why I love working with you guys, because you're empowering the athletes and you're starting this education younger and younger. This is going, high school students can access yeah. This yep. information. So I think it's so important that the young people are learning these habits early on. Um, Andrea, I know there's topics like budgeting, saving, investing, starting yeah. your own business. Um, these are all topics that are part of the portfolio of offerings that you have as part of money in the making. Maybe you can talk about that a little bit. Or, um, you know, it is like that it rich collection of on-demand videos, podcasts, and articles. We've made it really easy to, to digest and navigate while you're on the site. We're covering common financial topics like budgeting, savings, and investing. We're getting into specific topics for athletes and entertainers, but it is for everyone. Um, so we're covering personal branding and entrepreneurship, name, image, and likeness, obviously huge hot topic, um, education for students and parents and guardians alike. And we'll continue to build on that foundation. We're really excited about it. That's great. What what great resources available. Uh, Sandra, let's talk about NIL, name, image, mm -hmm. and likeness. Again, this is such a hot topic right now. And I see a lot of student athletes who are out there doing deals, but they don't know the financial ramifications of these deals. They don't know, oh, I might have to pay taxes on these deals. Or, yeah. you know, what am I signing away with my mm -hmm. image and likeness? And again, this tool is going to help with all of that understanding, right? Absolutely. So when you think about our articles like deal literacy and do's and don'ts around um, NIL, we have a specific article and in, in information around taxes. Look, you know, it, it's a reality that this is a great opportunity for um, our student athletes today. But the other reality is they need the information to help navigate this space and we had been at the NIL um, summit, uh, it was a year ago, 
in Atlanta. And the two things that kept coming up with the student athletes was, how do I get more deals? And we need more financial education. And so while we don't do deals, we certainly can provide the information about things you should look out and the financial implications around those. And certainly, you know, we can do the financial education. And so again, we kept hearing that and hearing that. And so how were we able to build something that we were able, again, I hate to keep using this word, but scale um, and reach all of those students we could not reach in person. Money and making um, allows us to do that. I will tell you, Brian, I actually saw a contract um, that someone signed and it was a marketing deal and it was someone signed like an NIL deal right when it happened and didn't realize what they were signing. Hmm. And it was like an upfront deal, $300,000 marketing. And it was a great opportunity for for this athlete. But what he did not know was that um, he would then, if he goes to the next level in his chosen sport, he will then have to give 15% of his future earnings because he took that marketing deal for his entire career in his next level in the sport that he was playing. Now, again, people can, you know, say good or bad deal. The fact is he did not realize it. And, and it's very much so. How do you have a team of financial advisors, lawyers, accountants? Everyone is important in this ecosystem to help you deal with NIL. And the financial education is just another icing on the cake to help with uh, to help these students navigate this space. Yeah, Absolutely. Andrea, how is Morgan Stanley and E-Trade promoting money in the making? How are you letting all of these young student athletes and, you know, it could be entertainers, it could be social media influencers. There's a lot of young people making good sums of money. How are you letting people know about this program? Great question. Um, So we launched the program yesterday and we did it with a Morgan Stanley um, forum called Lessons Leadership where we try to bring in um, people who we know our clients and prospects would be interested in hearing from. So yesterday, Sandra did a fantastic uh, interview with Larry, and that really was the culmination and launch moment for the program. And now, um, you know, we are driving a ton of traffic to the landing page on eTrade.com, where, you know, people will get a chance to walk through the contents, check out the video. And then the other really exciting partnership I want to talk about is with Parity. Parity is an incredible organization that is aiming to level um, the, the playing field for gender pay uh, and helps pair female athletes with brands on opportunities. Wow. So we're working with Parity and their incredible roster of female athletes to help get the word out. We know we have a shared passion with Parity and their leadership team for financial education. So we are going to um, leverage them tremendously to help get the word out and uh, leverage all of their reach and network, in addition to a whole host of other channels, whether it's, you know, Morgan Stanley's, um, you know, handles on, on all of the social media platforms, um, as well as all of our owned and earned channels. Uh, we're really excited. We think uh, we're doing a ton to amplify the message. And we think now is the perfect time as we're heading into back to school. We know um, everyone's back uh, on college campuses, uh, starting training for fall sports. So it was really important for us to launch it at this moment. That's great. And and Sandra, I know Morgan Stanley, Global Sports and Entertainment, you know, you've done so many uh, seminars around the country on these college campuses and engage these student athletes. What have you heard from them? I mean, I know we touched on a little bit of this earlier, but what have you heard for them that you think money in the making is going to help them resolve or deal with 
uh, as they continue along in their athletic careers? I mean, the, the, the same topics that we hear um, that are covered on money in the making, budgeting, saving, investing, um, a lot, a, a great deal on NIL. Um, and people also want to know, can I share this with my parents? Can I share this with others? And absolutely. We need to make sure that these athletes and anybody that's surrounding them are getting this information. And so this is um, accessible to anyone. It's, it's open. It's free. You don't have to register. There's no paywall. Right. It, it, it is our responsibility that we feel to be able to give the resources we have the capabilities here as a firm and, and the knowledge, and we should be able to, to give that knowledge for anyone to however they want to consume it. I mean, that's really incredible. This is open and free to anyone. It's, anyone. It, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's very rare that things are open and free, huh? It sure is. And, and I mean, could you think about your typical student athlete, like, yeah. Okay, some of them are making these deals, like the $300,000 one you alluded to earlier, but some are making smaller deals and some may not be able to afford to get this kind of expertise and guidance. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're doing this and making it widely available to anyone who wants it is really remarkable. I mean, we want everyone from HBCUs, D1 schools, Power 5 schools, schools in the South, schools that are... D3, schools that are, are um, trying to um, start their programming and, and just trying to figure out and still trying to figure out how to navigate in the space. We also want it for those sports that people say are non-revenue sports. So we want swimming. We want gymnasts. We want everybody to consume this information. But I will tell you one thing. If I was doing NIL deals and I was in swimming, we will have a lot of lotion, a lot of Vaseline. <laughs> A lot of hair care products. I would think outside the box on those deals. Now, I'm not giving out NIL deals, but that's what I would be talking about, some lotion. This is what I think we need. I think we need Sandra's top recommended NIL deals just across the board, not just swimming, everything. Beyond Larry, Sandra's up next in our video series. These are the tips that students need to hear about. Exactly right. Yeah, like you do think outside the box. So I think we need a lot of, Outside the box thinking. So listen, did you watch the the final four with the um the the women players? I have one of the players on LSU. I can't remember which one it was. She lost one of her eyelashes um during during the game, and she went right at halftime. She came back out next quarter, had her whole set of eyelashes back on. Uh, I somebody is not looking at these young ladies from a beauty company. I or mean, even an eyelash company, they're missing out. I mean, I get it. I don't work in consumer brands, but I'm telling you, I'm seeing what these young people are doing. And the fact that she did not, have, and it was so prominent that she was missing one of her eyelashes at the free throw line. It was hilarious. But when she came back out, she had a full set back on. The floor sure. heard your first. I'm and telling you. You're handing out the opportunity. I'm just, I, look, all consumer brands, I'm just going to give it to you. Everything's free. Take it or leave it. This is, I'm smelling a new segment on Sports Business Radio, Sandra's I NIL suggestion. Andrea, if I'm accessing money in the making digitally, yeah. but I want to go next level and actually talk to an advisor from Morgan Stanley and get more information because I have specific questions about my case, is that available? And what's uh the best way to do that? Yes, we've made it really easy, very clear call to action on our site. 
that will get you right over to our global sports and entertainment team so that we can meet um, uh, this uh, person and get to know them. And we're there to help in every way. And we're really uh, excited and, and welcoming of that inbound. And what is the best website to go to to access Money in the Making and, and all of this information? Is it morganstanley.com backslash GSE? That's the, the website that we normally give out on Sports Business Radio. It's eTrade.com. Incredible website. So it's eTrade.com backslash GSE Money in the Making. And we'll make sure you have that. So Excellent. check it out. Yeah. Well, no, I've already, I've already checked it out. I've gone right. oh, through good. it. And, go ahead. Um, yeah. There's a lot to consume there, but it, it's all such helpful information. And, you know, one of the things, Sandra, that we'll talk about here for a minute is it's been interesting to me with name, image, and likeness. I'm seeing more deals for the women and at least the ones that stand out and that I remember mm-hmm. than I do for the men, and I think there's a lot of people when this whole name, image, and likeness thing started, that were a little bit worried. Like, would the women get their fair share of deals? Not only are they doing that, I think they're getting the best deals. Yeah, the, the deals are are definitely increasing and exploding um, in women's um, in the women's space, but just women's sports in general is just ever increasing. I don't. Did you get to watch the World Cup? I was. I did. I was glued to it. Even oh though- my- five o'clock in the morning right i was up watching it was um, and and like that's not something typically back in the day years ago i would have done right but i'm consuming everything now the the final four for college sports i was all in women's basketball i was all in it i mean and look WNBA, all of that you know it's, it's a really exciting time for women um women's sports and yes the deal and look the, the women are coming out in the locker rooms i don't know see brian if you look at the games when the you know how the guys in the NBA come out with the fashion with fashion row before they go and play. Women are doing the same thing now too, and and there's great commercials with young girls trying to buy the jackets that the women are wearing. And so it's an yeah. exciting, an exciting time. And I'm just glad that we have a platform to be able to support um, women athletes in the, in this space. Yeah, I mean these are influencers, right? So yeah. when they're wearing the clothing, when they're wearing the eyelashes, whatever they're doing. I mean, I I saw Kate they're role models. Yep. Right. Kaylin Clark, the tremendous player from the University of Iowa, she mm-hmm. appeared at a minor league baseball stadium this summer. And there was a, a line a mile and a half long I love to get her autograph. And they were lined around the stadium. So um, from Women's World Cup, like you just mentioned, to, you know, seeing what's happening with uh, the women's final four in basketball, there's a, a huge spike in growth with women's sports right now. So I had to shift my camera, Brian, so you can see my WNBA. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. That's a flex right there. The, the, that's my niece is always telling me I'm flexing on them. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to be supportive. But yes. For our listening audience, uh, Sandra has quite the backdrop going on with jerseys and jackets and pictures. And uh, yeah, that's that's impressive stuff. You've got some good sports memorabilia there. I'd like to point out Andrea has one football behind her. <laughs> should be on theme. <laughs> be on theme. So we're going to help you with your collection, Andrea. Sandra's sending me a package later. Yeah. Let me ask you guys both this. And Sandra, I don't know. I guess we've talked about this a little bit, but you know, you both have a passion for sports and business and financial literacy. And, and Sandra, that's how we first clicked. 
Um, but maybe you can just talk about that a little bit. Where is this rooted in for each of you? Sandra, you go first. I, I think for me is rooted in um, growing up with my, my parents. My parents were immigrants to this country, um, came from Jamaica and wanted to have a better life for them. So I understood very, very early on what money meant mm. um, and what money meant when you had it and what money meant when you didn't have it. Um, and so I think for me, that was in, ingrained in me. And then just throughout my career and things that I was able to do and, and, you know, the stop that I had before coming to Morgan Stanley, I was at the Jackie Robinson Foundation. And I understood money at the time when it comes to scholarships and financing education. Um, that was something that was instilled in me and doing it in the name of Jackie Robinson was just, you know, something that I will always treasure my time that I spent there for five years. But it's a culmination of my experiences um, that has shaped my view on being able to, when I keep saying the responsibility to be able to, to give this information and have it accessible to the, for the others. Because I know what it felt like to not have scholarships or to get scholarships to go to school. Um, and so, you know, just wanted to be able to, um, to if we can alleviate certain burdens for people um, so that they can get into the room and have access. That's what we want to do. An amazing resource. Andrea, how about you? Um, so like Sandra, my father was also an immigrant, uh, came as a child with nothing, um, survived the war from, uh, you know, World War II. And, you know, for him growing up, sports became like a huge passion and he became such a patriot. He grew up playing baseball uh, on every team, high school and college. And then um, he did a career change later in life where he decided to become a financial planner. And he also was someone who always loved the stock market. This is back in the day, I'm going to date myself, but where you had a newspaper and you were picking out stock quotes and every day you were checking the paper. And he taught me not only sports and a love of sports, but a love of just being smart about your money. Um, he gave me you know, lessons about the stock market, lessons about financial planning. I still remember he's passed away over a decade, but I still remember his tips. And we just want to make sure that other kids growing up or students or people who have you know, all of the tremendous potential are armed and we level the playing field in terms of financial education. It really makes such a difference and it's so critical and important. And it's crazy to me in this world that we live in now, this isn't really being taught in the schools. It's, it's no. being taught a little bit more now, but this is fundamental institutional knowledge that you need your entire life. Like this should be the first class that is taught. Mm -hmm. And what you guys are providing to me is the foundation for all of it. And, and it's the launching pad for someone, like you said, to learn about stocks or yeah. learn about making NIL deals or just, hey, I've got a mortgage. How do I pay my mortgage each month? And, and what part of it goes to insurance and what part goes to pay down the principal? You know, there, there's so many things that young people need to learn. And I think this is a wonderful tool, money in the making that you have now that's going to allow young people to learn and be financially empowered. Totally right. And what I think what we both hope, Sandra and I, is that we build a community um, through the site and that they are sharing with each other what we're putting out there. Um, and I think that will become a really important uh, next step for this program. How do you envision that community growing? Is that um, within a school? Is that student athletes at different schools? Is it you guys bringing people together? What does that community look like? That's all of you above. Yeah, I do say we start digitally, but then Sandra and I are going to dream it up. And I think we're going to reach into all of those areas. That's great. 
Sandria, go ahead. You were you were going to say something as well. No, I, I was saying it's all of this, all of the above, and I, I think that you know we had the we have the community from going in in person, and now we again we have um, to be able to do digitally, but we'll still you know do a hybrid of um, oh. of of this um, and to just keep connecting people and getting to them where um, where they are. We and I want to everything. Digital plus human is everything. Yep, it is. And I just want to stress to our listeners, you know, a lot of people hear Morgan Stanley and they go, oh my gosh, I need to have millions of dollars to invest in Morgan Stanley. And again, you don't. This can be a high school student who wants to be empowered with financial literacy that can use this money in the making tool. And I think that's so important so that people, sometimes tools can be intimidating to people. And I think this has such great information and it is not an intimidating tool. It's an informational tool that people should embrace at a young age. Agree. And I think it's important to keep it simple uh, in the beginning, digestible. And then if you want to learn more, we have all those resources too. So I think we're going to meet where you are in terms of your appetite, your interest, um, and how deep you want to go. Yeah, I mean, some more courses, uh, financial pitfalls to avoid the power of saying no. I think that's really important. That can apply to everything. Forget about just financial. I'm still taking that one. I haven't graduated. Yeah, neither neither have I. Um, The do's and don'ts of NIL deals, building your personal brand, um, just NIL jargon, starting your own business. It's amazing to me. Uh, I see more and more young people starting their own business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, whether it's with NIL deals or I'm an influencer, I'm a musician, you know, they've got some kind of special talent they're able to make money from and they're starting businesses, you know, when they're a young teen. And again, this is such a great tool for everyone to be able to use. And look, I think that when you when you look at them, um, as businesses, and I, I mentioned this in the um, the interview with Larry Fitzgerald yesterday, and I never thought I'd be able to, to quote Jay Z now twice. But Jay Z says, "Like I'm not a um, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man." And you know, so like again, like if you ingrain that in in the mentality, like I'm a business, I'm the CEO of me. Um, you you start to think of it differently, and you take start to prioritize you know, how do you want to align your values with certain brands or do they, do they, do we speak the same language? And, you know, all money is not always, as you hear, good money. So do you want to be able to align yourself just to chase the dollar? Um, or are you going to do something where you're having an impact and you're creating, you know, the right legacy that you want to have and not that I just chase the dollar so I can get the next shiny toy. Um, and so that's, that's what we also hope that um, this, information and parts as well. Kendra, that is such an important point, whether it's Damian Lillard, Maria Sharapova, Sue Bird, all the guests that I've had on this show, that has been the universal piece of advice that they have had. Don't just chase the almighty dollar. Partner with people who have the same authenticity and integrity that you have because your brand is tied to their brand and vice versa. So it's such a great piece of advice that you just gave out. Um, There is good money and there's money that, you know, isn't the greatest. And you should really examine every deal before you make it. Andrea, any final thoughts on money in the making and this conversation uh, before I let you guys go? 
Um, I would just say, you know, I would echo uh, some of the comments we've made. You know, we're so excited to deliver Money in the Making. We hope um, it serves to help empower the next generation to have more, you know, financial health and wellness and feel confident. Um, And also we hope, you know, to foster proactivity. And we want people, you know, to really take charge of their financial lives starting here with this education. Um, So thanks so much for having us. We're really excited about this. Give out that website one more time. If people want to go to the website, they want to register, they want to learn more and get involved with money in the making. How do they do that? Etrade.com backslash GSC, money in the making. Excellent. Sandra, any final thoughts? No, Brian, just always thank you for having us and, and allowing us to have the platform to share this information. You have a great audience. And as you said, you had a great lineup and continue to have a great lineup with people um, and just... Thank you for having us on and giving us the platform to talk about money and making. We're really, really excited about it. And if anybody has any ideas for future topics or things they want to see or people they want, they think should be a guest um, in money and the making, they should send us an email when you, it says contact us. You can share information as well to, to us. We're, we're happy to take that in. No, that's great. And this is genuinely why I love working with Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment, because you know, Sandra, you and I talked about this for a long time. The narrative was the broke athlete. And we heard all the stats about athletes who mismanage money. It's a different world out there now. And I see these athletes on this show every week who are empowered and who are their own businessman, like you said, <laughs> or businesswoman. And they are doing it the right way. And they're owning the businesses and they've got pieces of the equity and they're doing all the right things. So thank you for this partnership and, and just wonderful work that you're doing here with this money in the making program that you're running. Thanks so much. Thanks, Sandra and Andrea. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. You're, you're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. There's nothing common about you. Now your talent, your drive, your achievements, or even your challenges. You need distinctive financial strategies that match your lifestyle and career trajectory. Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment was created to address your specific needs at every stage of your career and deliver the financial education and strategies you need to help advance your game plan. They speak the language. They know your business. Morgan Stanley will work with you to achieve your goals. I've trusted Morgan Stanley with my personal wealth management for almost 20 years. Visit Morgan Stanley at morganstanley.com backslash GSE. That's morganstanley.com backslash GSE. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks to the Sports Business Radio team, Brian Griggs, Josh Blank, Ryan Nakajima, and from our friends at CG Sports, CG Young, and Nicole Wardle. I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. This and every SBR podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and your favorite listening app. Follow Sports Business Radio on Facebook, Twitter at SB Radio, Instagram at Sports Business Radio, and online at sportsbusinessradio.com. Sports Business Radio is produced by Brian Griggs and Griggs Productions. GriggsProductions.com.